Mejor Sola is a space for women of color and femme-identifying folks of color who want to join the self-love revolution and need the affirmation of two mujeres who are also on their way. Hola, amores, and welcome back to another episode of Mejor Sola. This is Des. And this is Em. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you for joining us today. It's the first of the month. It is is got some bone thugs and harmony playing in the back of my head right now <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes it is the first of the month so i hope you all have uh set some intentions cleansed your space um we got that new moon energy or not new moon my goodness full moon we just got a we just had a full moon um and here in la it rained on the same night of our full moon. So I collected some of that rainwater. Oh my goodness. Full moon rainwater does wonders. Um, I mean, you can do a lot with it, but I specifically use it for my plants. Um, So I I checked the forecast. And if I know it's going to rain and it's going to rain on a full moon, I won't water my plants that week. I will wait. Um, there's just a different energy with, you know, with rainwater that comes from a full moon. Mm-hmm. You can also use it as a base, uh, for Florida water, which is like a purifying agent for energies, all sorts of things. Have you ever like experimented with, um, like period blood for your plants? No, I, I have not. I came across this TikTok and I don't remember the, like the extent of like how, sh- how this, um, how this person used their period blood for their plants, but they like kind of talked a little bit about the benefits of it. Like they save, like they save a teaspoon of their blood. Um, okay. And I was, I was very intrigued. I'll follow up it and see if I, I can mean, yeah, <laughs> do a little more Let, digging. Please. That. <laughs> wow. Okay. That went there. Yeah. That's one I never would have expected. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to follow up. Yeah, because I need more information. Yeah, I but felt anyways. I felt a little powerful because you know my period started right on the full moon. Yes, this girl. time I was like, "What is this universe connectivity I'm yes. experiencing?" Right I now? love it. That's incredible, wonderful. Uh, how you doing, love? I'm doing well. I am celebrating my nephew's birthday this weekend and that was really so sweet so it was nice to facetime with him Mm -hmm. he's actually really good at um video calls um he turned five y'all so okay yeah (laughs) um that's (laughs) the kids are really good at the video calls Um, way better than my dad um so it was really really fun to connect with him um i've also been playing a lot of video games and it just feels good to like finish something. So I'm a lousy reader. I don't know when it happened, but it really takes me a long time to like finish a book. Um, so, or finish a show. I'm not a binge watcher Mm. and it really annoys like some of my friends who really want to like talk about a show with me. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not a binge watcher either. (laughs) I'm watching one episode every couple of days. Like I like to, let it marinate, right? Um, but I am proud of myself for completing this video game. And I do want to talk about it because I think it could really be a fantastic journey for anyone who's looking to do something that's a little bit more involved, 
than um, a Netflix show or uh, it's kind of like a comic book brought to life. So there's there's a whole <laughs> series of games that are um, based off like branch off decisions and they're, they're a lot very reliant on storytelling. So okay. depending on like the decisions that you make throughout the game kind of influence how the game unfolds. And this particular game was created in tandem with mental health specialists oh. and they really focus on grief on um issues in the lgbtq community feelings of belonging oh, family okay yeah and the game is called tell me why and it's available to play on major platforms like playstation and xbox but you could also mm -hmm. play it on your computer um it's a really intriguing mystery game and you play as a set of twins one of which oh, is trans. Oh, you were trans. talking to me and the girls about this. I yeah. was, yeah. One of which is trans and they are returning to their family home to sell it. Um, it's a small town in Alaska. Um, you know that their mom has passed away and you know that mm -hmm. one of the siblings was in juvenile for it, juvenile detention for it, but you don't oh. know much else. So there's a lot of mystery. I don't want to give too much away, but it is yeah. so much fun. It's not too hard um and it i really appreciated all the ways it forced you to um either decide to make amends with with people who are mm -hmm. learning about how to you know small town people learning to interact with you yeah um you are learning about your parents through their friends. It's really mm -hmm. intriguing. And as someone who has um, siblings, I have three younger brothers. I always love a good sibling story where mm. um, you get to kind of like recreate memories together and you kind of compare and contrast the memories that you have from your childhood. Yeah. And yeah. as the player, you get to decide which versions of these memories do you want to remember. That is so cool. That's yeah. so cool. But by the end of it, you like, you know, figure out your connection with your sibling. You also get to decide how you want to pursue some romantic uh, okay. <laughs> propositions. Okay. So, so it's, it's a lot of could fun. You, could you essentially play again and make different decisions the second time? Yes. Wow. So that's that reminds me of these books that we used to read when I was younger, where like at the bottom of the page, like it tells you pick this or pick that and you go to a certain page number. Yeah. That's so cool. The choose your own adventure kind of game. Yes. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. There's because multiple endings. Um, and yeah, for me, I think one of the things that really strike me in the pandemic is this lack of, of new stimuli. Mm. Like, we're seeing the same people, probably eating the same foods. You know, I love yeah, eating the same food. It's comforting. Um, not really going places as you should to keep everyone safe. Um, but I think something that is really exciting is like exploring some of these games. So I will definitely yeah. um, share it out in our stories if folks want to see that. But again, it's Tell Me Why. It's it's a really beautiful game. I highly recommend. That's awesome. Love. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. How about you, Des? How are you today? Um, I'm doing okay. Love. I'm a little tired per usual. Um, I got to see Dorian on Friday and I got to see Tanya today. Oh, um, 
yeah, y'all know that they're a part of my very small bubble of people <laughs> that I that I've been able to see. Um, I'm grateful that uh, I have those spaces. Um, yeah, we're just we're just hanging out. The weather has been really gloomy in LA. I mean, we had part most sun today, and we had I think a pretty sunny day yesterday, but most of the week it was rainy and cold and. Um, that weather, as much as I like that weather, it also is just really draining for me because it just makes me want to sleep all day. Mm. Um, I've also just had some really stressful moments at work this last week. Uh, we're still taking care of grandpa. He's <laughs> holding on for dear life, literally, uh, which I think just is also really draining. Um, so yeah, your girl's a little tired, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, that does. That is very tiring. I know like the weather is a big influence on me too. And um, your role as a caretaker, it's, it's something that I reflect on a lot, like that privilege that I have and not like, I I'm taking care of myself <laughs> right now. And I think about, you know, folks like you, or folks like, you know, my own brothers who are um, caretakers. Um, having to take care of yourself and other people and finding yeah. ways to do both. Yeah, it's pretty exhausting. Um, I have a, <laughs> which is why like sometimes folks will complain about how tired they are. And I'm just like, Desiree Lorraine, keep your mouth shut. Like, everyone gets to feel their own feelings and everyone gets to be entitled to whatever like whatever they're going through but most days when people are like oh i'm so exhausted i'm like yeah uh-huh tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> right i think we yeah. overuse the word exhausted when we don't oh, really mean exhausted 100 percent, 100 percent. that's one I, of those words that gets too many yep. oh shout yeah outs. <laughs> yeah and i and i'm sure like I think this week more than before, it's been a lot more evident in my energy that I'm just, I am spent. So hopefully this week will be a little less uh, stressful at work so that I can find pockets of time to re-energize myself. I also didn't get to work out as much this week as I would have liked to. And I know that that plays a really big part. Um so yeah, so that's part of the goal for this week, but I'll save that till the end when we talk about mejor sola self things. Dang, look at her coming through with her homework so, ready. So, <laughs> you know, ready. I reflected a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, thanks for asking, love. Yeah, I think that's a great oh, excuse me, reminder to reach out to your strong friends. friends yeah, because we're struggling. Like, we really are. So yes, please reach out, <laughs> reach out. Um, through all of the things that you are responsible for, you even had time to make a little video on our Instagram. Oh my gosh, I could not, y'all. <laughs> this is so, okay. The, I am so out of my comfort zone right now, fam. Like I need y'all to know, I need all of our little podcast babes to know this is not my comfort zone. But M was like, I think this would be great. And I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could hear the hesitation in her text. And I felt it's so bad seriously. just like saying, hey, can you do this? Can you? 
um, film this video with your plantitas. I think people will love it. And I, I'm going to give you credit as much as there was a little like hesitation, like you, you did it, like you jumped right in. I mean, that's what this is about, boo. Like this whole relationship has been jump in. The water is fine. Like mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. Right. So when you said it, I was like, okay. <laughs> I asked you to start a podcast with me and put your whole ass life out there. So yeah, I can make this video for you. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <was> counting? <laughs> um, but it, honestly, I think seeing it all put together was really cute. And then I uploaded it to my personal TikTok. Um, cause you know, I have a whole two videos now, Sophie and I did a little video about her fairy garden. So it just, it went with the theme cause my very first video was about our garden. So I was like, why not? So I threw it up there and, but anyways, yeah. Um, it's gotten way more views than I ever thought anyone would like, why do 763 people want to see this video? I don't know. <laughs> but hey, if it's bringing them our way and going to encourage them to join us on this journey, fine. I'll keep recording these videos. So I guess I'm going to have to make a part two. And then M has like a list of trends she wants us to do. Watch out, y'all. Here we go. <laughs> and don't worry. I'm not leaving you to do all these by yourself. <laughs> no, she's not. Of course also... not. Of course not. I will also contribute as much as we both are like, as much as we can glow each other up, we both are sitting there looking at our own videos like, uh, I don't want to see this anymore. Yeah. But yep. that's what the beauty of this relationship, you know? It absolutely is. <laughs> oh, goodness. So if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. <laughs> What are we talking about this week? Well, it's February. Yeah. Each February, no matter what is happening, no matter how many more important things, critical things that should capture our attention, um, there's still one thing that kind of looms over single women everywhere or couple people everywhere or everyone everywhere, regardless mm -hmm. of relationship status. Yeah, um, literally. And it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day All right. and wanted to share a little bit about each of our experiences that we've had with okay. Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, I can do it. Good, bad, ugly. Yeah. Something to laugh at, rejoice with. We hope that you can use this hour with us as a way to know that you're not alone. No. Um, Why not? Valentine's Day is a monster for consumption, and it's incredibly Absolutely. limiting. How yep. dare we only have a day where we celebrate romantic, mostly heterosexual love. Like, mm. the representation of queer love in Valentine's Day is abysmal. Mm -hmm. Um like in most things which is a problem but right. anyways continue so i mean we should definitely have more days for all the different types of love but there is this day for romantic love and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to perform mm -hmm. to these standards these societal standards um you know it like i mentioned it's a monster for consumption so they're yeah. asking us to do a lot and pay a lot to participate in this holiday 
um, from <laughs> waxing, sugaring, I, the makeup, no. the clothes, the food. My goodness, you took nails. it to another level. M. I don't do <laughs> no. The, those two first things I've never done in my life, and I Girl. don't intend to either. Anyways, there's there's no reason to. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I, you can. If you want to, go for it, boo. That's your prerogative. But I'm going to tell you right now, it is there for a reason. Like, it is meant to protect. Anyways, you know, I could talk about that for days. Days. But we yeah. won't go there. But yes, you're absolutely right. It is rooted in capitalism. Um, it It's also, like, before it was rooted in capitalism, is rooted in Catholicism. Um, for what it's worth, like, let's not go into the history lesson, but anyways, uh, we all know that we've got some funny stories, some bad, horrible stories and some great ones too. So we figured why not share them? <laughs> so Des, why don't you start us off? What has oh been either your best Valentine's day experience? And when I say Valentine's day experience, I'm not just saying it had to be something like you and a person I had a romantic something like something yeah. that happened around Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, or, you know, best and or worse, whichever you want to start with. Um, I'll be honest, I have not had a lot that I could actually, when you said best or worst, I was like, I don't think I have one that I would categorize as worst. Mm -hmm. Maybe just like disappointed because I was expecting something and I didn't get it. But now we all know that expectations are the root of like most evil. Um, and I can't, I'm really bad at remembering like some of this romantic stuff, which I'm sure like for some folks listening to this now is a shock. So like, but you're the person that calls everybody love. Well, yeah, but like I'm, for whatever reason, I have a really hard time like tying my memories to like certain days but um i can what i can share about valentine's day is that i i really think my view or perception of what it was about like really shifted um when chewy and i started dating for our very first valentine's day he showed up like really chocolate covered strawberries from Godiva like a, a little Tiffany's box I was like what is this who wow. are look y'all if you didn't already know my man is bougie and he will be <laughs> the first one to be like what no he is bougie I'm surprised he's not poking his head through behind me as I'm saying this because he is just I was not the kind of person that liked name brand things i loved accessories but like you know not like super expensive ones when him and i got serious every single valentine's day he has shown up with like a bag like a purse or like some kind of extravagant gift and i was just like what is going on here wow. and i'm the one who would like make him something like a photo thing or a shadow box or so we've just always had really sweet like gift exchanges um i can't really remember like one specifically i know that 
uh, one year we decided to get our passes, like our Disneyland passes, which is like no longer a thing. Um, <laughs> but we started like collecting pins together and that was a thing that we did around Valentine's Day every year. Um, so we very much became the couple that just like makes sure that we do something together to celebrate each other around that time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now with Soph because we rarely ever get to be alone, even more so now with the pandemic. But before all of this, like we don't have a super big family. And so we don't necessarily have a lot of people to like babysit her. And um, we're also not the parents who like to just like pawn her off on people all the time. <laughs> if we don't, like if we don't absolutely have to. And so I feel like we have kind of kept Valentine's Day and our wedding anniversary as the two like really sacred times of the year where we at least you know, go to dinner and just enjoy company together, Mm. Um, which I really appreciated about that, you know, like about that part of our little like ritual, because there, there aren't very many other things that him and I do together that are sacred. Like we don't have a TV show. I don't play video games, at least not the kind that he plays. And even the ones that I do play, it's like the last time I, before we went to Big Bear, the last time I had played a video game, I I don't even think I can remember. So and he, and the ones that he plays religiously are like um uh the ones where like he's like fighting, like it looks like, like he's Call a of war. Duty. Yes, that one. <laughs> he also has a switch. Yeah. I don't know anything about these things. Like your girl had a Game Boy, like first generation. That was it. That was like the last yeah. time. Right? The purple one? Yes. yes. (laughs) So there, again, like there aren't a lot of things that we do together that are sacred. Like he, he doesn't understand like my card reading and all those things. Like that's very much my, my stuff. We don't even do things career wise that are similar. So for us to hold sacred, like Valentine's Day and our, and our anniversary is really special to me. Um, I'm a horrible gift giver to him. I was gonna say no you're not y'all should have seen M's face right now she was like what because I'm really good at like giving gifts to other people and Mm -hmm. most of them are to encourage you to take care of yourself like it's gonna be a candle or a scrub or a bath bomb or a something that's gonna ask you to pause and like you know spend time with yourself but he's not that kind of person like mm. if i gifted him a bath scrub he'd be like cool when are you gonna use that no but it's for you he'd be like what um (laughs) so i don't and whenever he wants something, he just buys it for himself. Like he's just a, and he's a really simple guy. Like his thing is shoes, like really expensive tennis shoes. And I'm just like, why? Why do you need to spend $400 on a pair of tennis shoes? Oh my so, goodness. Yes. So I just don't know, like I'm a horrible gift giver when it comes to giving him things. So nine times out of 10 every year, I'm like, what do you want? Okay, here's money. Just buy it. Like I don't. And a few days ago, he walks in. He's like, I don't know which one to get you for Valentine's Day. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why are we already talking about Valentine's Day? And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) It's it's the first. So I hadn't even paused to think about it this year Mm. until he mentioned it. So I'm I'm glad that we're getting a chance to chat about it now. But yeah, I can't say that I have a lot of like super memorable moments. The only one, (laughs) the only one that stands out in my mind was in fourth grade fourth or fifth grade 
Okay, now I have two. Now that we're thinking Uh-oh. about them. Now you're going there was, back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back. Yeah, yeah. And this is another shout out to Tara. She's featured in this one too. One of my very first little like boyfriends, I guess, in school. Um, first one, his name, I'm not going to say his full name, but um, his full name was, well, his name was Joseph. And he made me this sweet little card that had Garfield on it. Um and he asked me to be his girlfriend on Valentine's Day, and it was the cutest thing ever. Wow. And Tara kept, like, egging him on to kiss me. I don't even know if she remembers this. I'm going to have to text her. You were um, saying fourth grade? Yeah, boo. It was, like, fourth grade. And Tara kept, like, egging him on, and he finally did it on Valentine's Day. He kissed me on the cheek um, by the handball courts. I remember that one. So that was a really sweet story. And then <laughs> that following year on Valentine's Day, one of my little classmates, his name was Fernando, we used to sit in the back of the class together because we I was super talkative and he was not. So my teacher sat me with Fernando thinking like I wasn't going to get into any trouble because that's the kid that I was. And on Valentine's Day that year, Fernando gave me a Ninja Turtles Valentine and asked me to be his sweetheart. Um, and then two days later, he took it back because he really wanted the chocolate for himself. So um, that didn't last very long. He took but, the like, chocolate back two days <laughs> later? Oh, yeah. Two days later, um, he reached into my desk and took the chocolate back. And I was like, Fernando, that's my chocolate. And he's like, no, but I wanted it. And I was like, oh. Okay. Um, so those are like the two <laughs> memories that like stick out in my head about Valentine's Day. But again, like for me, I think it's always just been this. And before Chewy, I honestly, I just remember hanging out with the girls or like making time to be with my friends or mm -hmm. with the people that like I knew I wanted to be with. Like if I didn't have someone that I was dating and even a couple times when I like was dating somebody, I was like, yeah, I'll see you on like the 15th, but I'm hanging out with my girls on like actual Valentine's day. Mm -hmm. And I think I've always prioritized aside from like Chui and I keeping our time sacred. I've also always tried to prioritize time with my friends yeah. around that, around that, that day of the year. A hundred percent. I totally love yeah. that. Yeah, so that's it, boo. I have nothing nothing super funny, nothing out of pocket for this one. Like, it's just a really tender, like, sacred time for him and I. That's yeah. beautiful. I think especially, like, you – and I don't know – I don't know that this, that many people who are in my close circle who are, one, married, two, have yeah. been in that relationship for a long time. So I think a that – <laughs> that offers a whole different perspective of like yeah. setting aside time and and really like finding something that you want to do together. Yeah. I think that's really special. And that's not something, you know, I'm I'm also thinking of like you all have like your family, like you have an entire family together. Yeah. So that time is even more sacred because you know, there's so many other factors that you have to plan around. So being yeah. so intentional with that time together, I think is really lovely. Thanks, Boo. Yeah, he's even talking about what we're giving Sophia for Valentine's Day. Because she gets, we are totally the parents who give her something for every holiday. Like, we don't even celebrate Easter. Like, like Easter, Easter, like, we don't go to church. We don't do any of that. <laughs> but you better believe she gets a basket every year. And so for Valentine's Day, she gets... A little something from us and i i buy her flowers all the time there's mm. like flowers by her bed almost all the time um but he also wants to start being really intentional about like spending time with her around valentine's day like as she starts to get older because once she's in school school 
like I'm sure the kids will start doing that thing where they all exchange stuff and I don't know if they'll have like the parties like they used to because I know that that really started to kind of dwindle down but eventually she's going to be exposed to this idea that like oh it's a thing and it's about love and we're supposed to do something with it right and so we really want to make sure that for her we center it around like the love in our house and the love with your friends and so last year she made little gift baggies for all her friends for valentine's day and we took her to deliver them to all her little buddies um but we're really trying to teach her that like even though you should like love and extend grace and and feel joy with the people that you love all year long like unfortunately there's going to be this one day out of the year where it's going to be exponential (laughs) and we want to make sure that on the one day that it's exponential that she doesn't grow up feeling like she has to have a significant other to feel exponential about Mm. we want you to feel Mm. that like this like immense love for all the people in your life that like bring you joy and so i think for him and i that's that's been the really big focus in shifting that so that she, you know, I'm hoping that she won't get to high school thinking that like, if a certain person doesn't give her something on Valentine's day, it's over. Like, you know, I want her to wake up and see her gift from me and her dad and be like, Oh yeah. It's a reminder. Like today it's just a little louder than it usually is. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, my hope is that she'll continue to like give things to her friends and like really center that, like those relationships in her life more so than expecting it like from a partner because that shit was heartbreaking as a kid in high school oh yeah like that i will say i hated valentine's day in high school and because i was in choir we always did um like we delivered songs at like (gasps) little little singing rams yes (laughs) and like every year i was like we'd have to come up with like I think one year we did send your send your crush a can of crush and it was like a yeah and so we like <laughs> and then another year we got like these really del- like cute lollipops that were just big gummies um another year we did teeny tiny little plush bears with conversation hearts um and I can almost remember the song that we sang every year And I always hated knowing (laughs) that, like, nobody was going to buy me a can of crushed soda. Like, I wasn't anybody's crush. Like, my the person that I dated in high school went to a different school. Mm. So so, you had to be out here delivering all these little crush songs and you weren't getting your own crush songs. No. So my (laughs) friends and I started buying them for each other by, like, junior year. Um, But I also did that in middle school. Like, in middle school, we did it. We didn't sing, but we delivered um valentine grams and thanksgiving grams and like it was a way to raise funds and i dreaded those because i knew like y'all know i've told stories i was not the popular kid like i wasn't gonna get any of those (laughs) maybe that's why i've like blocked out all the memories of valentine you're like they're starting to come back and you're like oh here they are (laughs) thanks yeah i'm so sorry (laughs) no you're good boo anyways i have rambled on enough what about you? What you got? <laughs> what memories you got around this holiday? And I use that term ever so lightly. <laughs> I love that you're talking about those little grams that get sent out. I think I always dreaded that too. I was someone who 
for the longest part, I was very anti Valentine's Day because I, mm. that was that self betrayal. Like, I don't, I'm not the girl who's going to get them. I don't deserve them. So mm. get this whole holiday. Um, okay. So I, Anyways, that's where I started. Mom. Yeah. Um, with Valentine's Day. Like, it was never, I don't remember having any kind of like significant around the holiday when I was younger. I really don't remember. I remember like sweet gestures that like my middle school or high school partners, I don't want to call them exes because uh, I saw something recently that really changed my perspective on this. It said anyone that you dated before the age 25 is a childhood friend, not an ex. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so damn my childhood you were my childhood friend for like a cool four years <laughs> damn that's funny i was like you know what I'm, i'll take that because i don't <laughs> i don't know that's, can we unpack that for another day because i don't know how i feel about that i, I think damn. maybe maybe your number is your age number that you want to enter into that yeah mine has to be different because i don't yes. think i can i can measure the relationship caliber the same in like sixth grade as in like 11th grade right and also no. of course oh, gosh, not no. in college but anyway <laughs> didn't That's mean to so sidetrack us no you're but, good you're good <laughs> yeah i think about um how i was just very standoffish and anti the holiday from a very early age but that was i was very anti any mainstream like romances like you know me, I didn't want to watch The Notebook. I didn't watch The Notebook until I was maybe 18 years old. And by then it was it was too late for me. Like I yeah. watched it at a time where I thought him asking her out was so annoying, threatening <laughs> to fall off the Ferris wheel. She said no already. And he's over here like pressuring her so dramatic. to go out with him. So dramatic. And I'm like, what? why can't this guy take a hint? I mean, I also, know it works out for them. But like manipulation. Like, can we talk about how abusive that is? Okay. And exactly. that's for another day. But yes. <laughs> yes. So I've been that person who's been very anti for a long time. And it's not because like I was, I was... Uh, awoken to all the sexist limiting pieces of Valentine's Day. It was coming from a place of self betrayal. Yeah. I didn't think that I deserved it. So I was not going to participate. So I do remember all those times where people like pass out grams and like, you know, it's when you think about it, it is kind of odd that we're asking kids to like purchase these things and then their parents have to like help make sure there's enough for everybody in the class and it's a little um there's a lot of barriers to that too oh yeah that all these all the students can participate in that right um like financial barriers and um so it's not designed to be inclusionary no right it's not, like, like this whole holiday is like designed to make you feel bad less. yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so I don't remember anything particularly bad, but I do know that, that, that feeling that I have of like, I, I'm not worthy of this. So I'm not going to participate definitely showed up like all throughout my, the last 10 years of my life. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until I started 
thinking the way that you're talking about teaching Soph about the love that you have and how it can manifest in things that aren't romantic love, that mm -hmm. I start having fun around the holiday. I remember mm -hmm. my first Valentine's Day date, and mind you, I've had a lot of different like partners before um, this happened, but my first like actual Valentine's Day date was with a friend, Aww. was with um, one of my friends. She was like, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? I was like, nothing. Um, don't really have plans, even though I had a partner at the time. Yeah. Um, and so this was in college and she was like, let's go, let's go have dinner at the, the campus inn. Um, shout out to the CI at Whittier College. Oh. <laughs> so I went over a little earlier than the time that she said, and I like found a table. I put little flowers in the middle. I set the table wow. with little candies and all that. Um, and she was like so taken aback. She was like, I guess when she asked um, to have like a little valentine's day gathering she didn't expect like that i was gonna take it so seriously but i that was the first time i had fun doing something for someone else Aww. for valentine's day and i was like oh like i don't have to wait around for like someone to give me the damn candy gram like i can give someone else <laughs> a little experience and show them how i appreciate them yeah and have a fantastic day and that's what we did so sweet colleen she is the person to this day whenever i see her she called me valentine because we had our oh, valentine's honey. day <laughs> how cute that's the shit i live for <laughs> oh, i love it um so i that's one of my my first best valentine's day memories um yeah i really really love that one and i think something else that is a little unconventional and it's part of our origin story now but my partner we're actually going to be celebrating um a, a year of being together um mm -hmm. oddly enough one of the few uh few good things that happened in the year 2020 yeah. um and our second date was on valentine's day uh-huh the early episodes of mejor sola um i'm asking em how things went with valentine because we weren't sure what was gonna come of this and here we are a whole ass year later right right and the the behind the scenes story of this is we actually had a text conversation so at the end of our first date, he was like, hey, so Valentine's Day is next week. Uh, is it okay if like I take you out? And I said yes on the first date. But in between date one and date two, I actually reached out to them and was like, hey, I don't want you to feel any pressure. Um, we, we also don't have to have a date on Valentine's Day. We can like reschedule if you want to um so i reached out to them with that and they reached back out and was like hey no i actually i have something planned i think it's going to be really fun um i'm not trying to make a big deal out of this i'm not trying to um make you feel uncomfortable i just think you're a really great person i want to get to know you more and we can just have fun on valentine's day um and their answer really didn't do anything um, to 
help me process what was going on in my mind. It was actually a whole conversation I had with a friend. Um, but what I know that I was doing, now I know, I was setting up myself to not participate again because yep. I was like, I am not worthy in this thing that feels, I mean, because it is, it is very exclusionary. It is very yeah. designed to make us feel like, we're not good enough. That's how capitalism works. That's why all yeah. these industries succeed because they want us to feel shitty. And so that we pour all of our money into these things that we don't really need because we want to feel like we're worthy to someone else. Right. Um, it's not pouring money into ourselves for ourselves' sake. It's pouring money into these industries so that someone else can say, hey, you're worthy. Mm -hmm. um, and... So yes, that is true. And I was also like thinking that I didn't deserve to have like a Valentine's experience yep. with somebody, let alone someone yep. I really didn't know. I remember <laughs> us having that conversation. Right. Like, are you really trying to spend Valentine's Day with the person you just met, like not knowing where this is going to go? I also remember us having a conversation about you deciding whether or not you were going to buy him anything. And I was like, girl, why? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know with the receipts coming to me <laughs> your Look, friends I may should not, not let you forget the things no, you try to pull ever <laughs> ever no that's what we're here for come on now come on but look at where we are now and it's been seeing y'all's love I think evolve through our relationship I don't necessarily want to put that word if we're not there yet but like seeing y'all's relationship evolve from like we didn't even know said partner's name until fourth date yeah you like, know you can't name them until we just kept calling <laughs> you know partner valentine and I was like when are we gonna move on like I need to know you know but seeing where y'all started and knowing like you know, a lot of the backstory and, and how it went from where it is to where it is now, like, it's such a gift. And I think it's such a beautiful thing that now, like, y'all get to celebrate all of that, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting. I didn't think our conversation was going to go here. But I, I do think that part of and you know, you know, fuck Valentine's Day. It doesn't have to be Valentine's <laughs> Day related. It's just yeah. that it's the catalyst for our conversation today. But in those moments, letting go of this idea that you're not worthy to have someone pour that love into you. And I think from very the very first date that I had um, with them, I didn't want to lie anymore. I didn't want any pretenses. I didn't want to hide any of my insecurities. I didn't want to hide any of the thought processes that I would go through. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm someone who likes to figure things out in my head on my own and not talk them through like you all know. Um, so what that does, though, is especially when you're trying to have a relationship with somebody, friendship, partnership, romantic, whatever, it leaves them out and it's really just a, sh a shield. Yeah. And so I think something that I've learned 
um, from that experience, saying yes to a Valentine's Day date, like an actual date with a person um, that saying yes to having this romantic date with them really was like a, a pivotal moment for me and mm -hmm. like feeling, yes, I can be worthy of something like this. Um, it, it is, it is really different. I've had a lot of, of Valentine's day hangouts with my friends and they have been some of the best times. Like I, Loved getting together with all the girls last year here in Boston. I had a, my little community here. Um, and then the year before I went to a friend's house who was having a Valentine's Day party and I didn't know anyone but my one friend, but it was so freeing to just be around um, people who just wanted to celebrate each other. Um, but it, there's so many different ways to like have these experiences with intense love like you mentioned mm -hmm. yeah um and sometimes we want to hide away from it and sometimes we want to participate and i think either there's no right or wrong way in participating or not i think it's just important to investigate the reasons why you are choosing to participate in something that feels really intense and in the or the reasons why you're not yeah yeah and can I just name the courage that it took to participate in your relationship with your partner this way? Because that's, I mean, I think a lot of us questioned at the beginning, we were like, we're in this pandemic. This is the only person that you have seen, right? Like y'all were being really conscious and really smart about um, seeing other folks outside of each other, whether or not you wanted to do that. Like there were all sorts of things that y'all considered and talked about and all these things. And I think at one point you and I even had a conversation, like, is this direction that we're the direction that I feel I want to go in. But I think the moment that you decided like the buck stops here. And if this person's going to love me and accept me, they're going to do it with my whole ass self. I think that's why y'all have been able to to really set this incredibly strong foundation for the relationship that you have right now how long have like y'all lived together like there's like this y'all travel <laughs> together like there's so many things that i think y'all were able to do in this year i mean aside from the fact that like yes we're in the middle of this pandemic still but the fact that you chose to throw yourself into this relationship and without all of the things that I think have held you back in the past is so courageous. And you've literally like just put yourself like this is this is it. This is what you're getting. You either and the train's going to take off from the station like I told you <laughs> and we are now boarding like are you yeah. coming or are you staying right? right and and partner chose to get on and I think be just as open and, and just as vulnerable, you know, and I think that's why the two of you have found so much success and like I know it's not perfect nothing is perfect right but the fact that y'all are able to meet each other where you need to in times of conflict and like in times of you know like 
when you need the extra support or whatever it is, like it is such a beautiful balance. And I'm almost like really selfishly needing y'all to get closer to the West Coast because it's hard for me to trust when I don't get to be around them that often, right? So while while usually I'm like, oh, give give partner my love, da 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 da. At the same time, I'm like, that fool better not mess this up. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to fly to Boston. Like, there have been so many times when I'm like, you get to like this person, but you also need to remember that like they hold the heart of your love in their hands. Like, so we need to be really careful because I still don't know partner very well because y'all, you right. know, but it's like uh, just the the bits and pieces that I get to see, I think are so beautiful and they, they're so raw and it just, it's almost like I, I'm very much, I very much believe in, you know, in the folks that are currently in our lives at one point or another, we've intersected before or we will again, right? And I feel like your current partner had to have been a part of your life before to really understand some of the things that you've needed from them right now. Mm. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I, is it on CoStar that they'll tell you your karmic relationships? No, it's on, um, here we are giving all these apps free advertising. Um, <laughs> it's on pattern. The pattern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, let me open it up really quick because I, I do want to refer to something. Oh, pattern. The pattern app. You and I are karmically connected on pattern, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so you and I are karmically connected. Me and partner are karmically connected. Those are the only two people on my app who I am karmically connected to. What? Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Wow. So the fact that you said that now, I'm just like, oh, yeah. Like, I've definitely seen that in my pattern app before. Like, yeah. And I feel that. I think it's... I, I love how you're saying like we build this thing together too and like we're we're meeting each other all the way. Like it wasn't it it sounds intense, but it was actually the intense part happened when I wanted to drop the pretenses of like who I thought I needed to be in a heterosexual yeah. relationship. Yeah. Like who I thought that I needed to show up as. I didn't want to diminish myself anymore. I didn't want to um you know, put on any kind of show for someone else. And I just, I learned all that from my friends. Like that Mm. is something like if I am, if I know that I'm worthy and I know my friends love me this way, no matter what, I know someone else could love me in that way too. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. the more that I believed in that, it was a lot easier to make that decision. So, yeah. yes, credit to my partner, but credit to my friends. Credit to yeah. you, Des. Like, credit oh, to the people, everyone, <laughs> yeah. all the friendships that you have that sit there and affirm you in all the ways that you are wonderful. Like, I, I hate that bullshit, too, of, like, thinking you – can't be loved until you love yourself like you're not worthy of love until Mm. you figured it out right yeah and you know it just so happens to be that like in that time when i did meet them i was in a place where i did love myself a little bit more 
And that fluctuates all the time though. Like that's all not, the time. <laughs> it's all not the like, time. yay, you get the, I love myself crown and it just never goes away. You always wear it. Like that right. crown is elusive as fuck. Yes. And varies from hour to hour, sometimes day to day. But I think that knowing that there are so many ways to show up for people and love someone else, mm -hmm. I didn't make this relationship the thing that was defining me. Like, it's not like this is the thing that defines me as right. a person. It's not I, my worthiness is not tied to my success in a romantic relationship. That part in a romantic relationship, in a friendship, in a job, in a podcast, in anything. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that and that's the thing, like. The second you chose to show up authentically, courageously in all of your truth as all of you are, whether it was with with this partner or the next one or the one after or the next friendship you chose, like, I think that was what finally let the universe know you were ready for what it knew you already deserved and what was already yours, mm -hmm. right? I, <laughs> you said something you know, this idea of like not being able to to love someone until you absolutely love yourself. And I currently have a friend who is very much struggling with this. Um, and I think, I think that's where we get really mixed up, right? Like it's not about having to fully love ourselves or completely love ourselves or love ourselves more than we love the other. It's about the definition. Mm. Right. Like the second you allow a relationship or a job or something else to define who you are and what you are worth, that I think that's when somebody in your life, I, my hope is that somebody shakes you and is like, no, 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 no. We've got to turn around mm. because. You're right. Like the loving ourselves fluctuates all the time and for so many different reasons. But for me, it's the moment that you get lost enough in something to think that you are not worthy of anything different mm. or to think that those things define you and give you your worth. Right. And I feel like, I feel like my, I mean, aside from the fact that like Valentine's Day is rooted in capitalism, that's also something else that is very much defined by that holiday. Mm. Like, I am not valuable. I am not worthy because no one has chosen me to be their Valentine. And it's like, no, boo-boo, that, that's not it. Mm -mm. That's not it. Mm -mm. Right? And I think it's like that's where we've got to work to realize that just because said person did not ask you this year like does not diminish your worth does not diminish your ability or the fact that you deserve to love and to be loved like i need us all to root ourselves in the fact that if something does not happen for you the way that you want it to it's because it is not yours 
And the universe already knows what's yours, but you have to be open and it's not always going to be what you think mm -hmm. it is that you want. So if that didn't happen, mourn it, please, by all means, grieve it, okay? If they find us was not like, hey, boo, be my Valentine, I'm sorry. Have the chocolate, have the wine, treat yourself, do whatever you need to do, <laughs> and then move on. Yeah. Because the universe is letting you know that is not for you. And I can almost guarantee you, whatever is yours is probably 10 times better than the thing you were hoping was going to ask you out anyways, or love you back or reciprocate whatever it was. You know, it's just, I don't know. That's the thing that I want everybody to like understand. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because I myself still have a really hard time with that sometimes, right? When I get rejected from something or something doesn't work out, like I have a hard time accepting it. But I have to, I try to ground myself in the fact that it's because it was not for me and something better is coming and I know it and I just have to be patient and right. I have to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. It's the timing aspect too. It's like, maybe yes. this isn't the right time. Maybe this isn't what's supposed to happen now. Um, I think that's, that's a really big piece of it. And I, I don't think I've actually pointed this out, but like a lot of these a lot of this journey of like self-love and affirmations and self-preservation and understanding who we are and our own value as a single person or as a person as part of a larger community we've done that in very different spaces like you've done yeah. that within a relationship right yeah. and i've done that both in relationships and but to be honest mostly outside of relationships yeah. has been the easiest time to do it. Um, so it's, it can be really different to like have those experiences. Like if you are someone who is in a committed relationship or, or some kind of um, polyamorous connection, like there's so many different settings, different settings that you could be in doing this work and that will present its own slate of challenges. Mm -hmm. And I bring that up because I actually had a friend, I'm not going to out them, but they said these words to me. They said that they believe that when someone is in a relationship, they have higher value than they do when they are single. Like that is something that has been expressed and it is- what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, mind you, this like came, it didn't come out of the blue. We were like deep in a conversation and I kind of just asked the question. I was like, do you think that someone who's in a relationship has higher value than someone who is single? And to no fault of this person, like we've been conditioned to prioritize the value of couples rather than people huh. who are single. Like interesting. That's the exclusionary nature of Valentine's Day of us thinking that we're not worthy. Like we are not worthy of a partner. Therefore, we are not worthy in life. Um, Interesting. Whereas, you know, I th I view that very differently. I see someone who is single and like especially my experiences being single, just a whole other universe of like freedom and possibilities. And I don't know, just like way of being that are yeah. just so different than being with a partner. Like, I feel like yeah. being with your partner has its own like blessings and challenges. I don't necessarily rank one above the other. Um, but I think that's because I've had a really positive single experience mm -hmm. um, that followed a very negative Oof. 
like relationship experience. So it could like uh, yeah. that could also be what set the stage for me to say that, but yeah. I'll I'll let you say more on that cuz I you did have a reaction when I said that. I mean, I think I think I definitely grew up feeling and again, this is because of the conditioning, but like I've never been single for a long amount of time. Like I think the longest in my adult life that I was single was like a solid two year and a half, maybe. That's questionable two years. Right, right. You've mentioned before it hasn't yeah, been very long. And, and I like Des circa like 10 years ago, maybe would have been like, oh yeah, definitely. Like people in relationships, da da da. Because my assumption was that if you were in a relationship, you had your shit together. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I just say, folks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I don't think it was until, <laughs> until I got much older and took like, you know, classes. In, look, when I was at Rio Hondo, I literally took like every class that they would let me take in like psychology and like all these other courses because I really wanted to understand why we were so obsessed with having to like be in relationships and be in love all the time. And like all these, like why can we just not exist alone coming from the woman who's literally never been out of a relationship for longer than a year and a half, right? <laughs> and it wasn't until I think, oh shit, motherhood maybe? Mm. Maybe be a little before that. But it wasn't until then that I really started to understand that regardless of whether or not you are coupled, throupled, whatever you are, like you yourself have value. Yeah. That period. That's it. Yep. Anyone else who gets to be a part of that just just adds a little more shine. Right. Like we've talked about where we all come from, the fact that I honestly believe we are literally made up of the same magic that the stars are. Mm -hmm. And I, I cannot wrap my head around the fact that people literally believe that being in a relationship makes you that much more valuable or that much more anything, like, at well, all. I mean, we, we look at, like, mass media right Ugh. you know people yeah. who characters in movies who even if they are strong and independent mostly this is the trope that happens with women she's a strong independent woman and the thing that's missing from her life is a is love a partner a yeah. baby a blah 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 and i'm out here like please give me the strong independentness i don't need no man <laughs> Exactly. Where's the movie that goes the opposite way, you know? Yeah. Um, where yeah. even because they yeah. even undercut a lot of the endings of these movies where this woman has even if she does have like a transformation into being like strong and independent, they undercut it with like giving her like a little boo at the end. We're like, we don't need that. Yeah. We don't need them. Let her be on her own. Like, why does yeah. it have to it's like these movies suggest that she is of higher value not only because she went through this transformation but because she also ended up with a man like ugh, really yeah i mean i girl we could talk about this for days but i i really just think it goes down it comes back down to the fact that like 
everything that we do is is rooted in this idea that like you have to have a partner. It, it's like you said, it's the celebration mostly of like heterosexual relationships and heterosexual love. And like you had mentioned, um, what a walk to remember? Is that what? No, that's, <laughs> that's my favorite. Many so, more. <laughs> yes. So I was, I read all the Nicholas Sparks books. Look, y'all, it is what it is, okay? I read all the Nicholas Sparks books. I didn't reach, re- watch all of the movies, but mine was definitely a walk to remember. Mm. And and I think that was like the first time that I that I ever saw semblances of the way that I loved when I was younger in a movie because Mm. I very much was the person that was like you can't fall in love with me because all I'm gonna want to do is help you and be there for you and like heal you and like all these things (laughs) I need to rewatch this movie now with this context I love that movie I really do I mean granted the her Mandy Moore's character's reason is very different like she was a a spoil alert if you've never seen it I'm about to ruin the movie for you um (laughs) her thing was like I'm dying right she was ill but I also think there was something so captivating about her character yeah that was really really fun to watch in that movie yes I it's still to this day one of my favorite movies I don't care what anyone says come for me I don't care like She's got a whole song. Yes. The play and the thing. And she just comes to life so much. Anyways, but I think that's the reason why. Like, and we've talked about this. I don't even know if we ever released this episode where we talked about Disney movies. Yeah, we know we did. We never went there. (laughs) Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Especially after this. Like, Em and I have, I think, like two episodes that we never released. And one of them. specifically talk about the fact that like we were conditioned as children to believe that this was it like disney movies like the knockoff disney movies all of them there was a female figured person in some kind of distress and a male figured person that comes to save them and there's probably some magical talking singing animals somewhere that like come out of the blue and then you go from watching that stuff to watching things like okay maybe not everyone but like freddie prince jr right and like he Mm -hmm. comes along and she's all that yes like he's the popular kid and the girl isn't but they still end up liking each other and then you've got love and basketball where like they made it like they tried to make it like a little different because they're both involved in sports and she's not a cheerleader but it was still the same like (laughs) they still ended up loving each other through all this drama like and so we really grow up thinking that this that's it that's that's it i have reached the pinnacle of society when i am in a relationship with a person and it's quote unquote healthy and successful and we're married and we have this like quintessential white picket fence like house family type scene right right and i just that to this day i'm just like why but why and i can't wrap my head around the fact that we don't we don't celebrate each other enough for all the other things this is a perfect example so one of my Y'all know I just got a promotion at work a few, like less than a month ago. Well, one of the people on my team is being prom- um, is being promoted to take my previous role. I am so excited for her. And I know that she doesn't listen to the podcast. So I can say this out loud and it's not going to get to her before <laughs> Tuesday. But I called up my other coworker who's really good friends with her. And I was like, girl, what are you doing on Tuesday? And she was like, nothing. Why? And I was like, 
why aren't we celebrating our friend? She was like, you're right. Like, I'm out here drive driving by people's houses for baby showers. Yeah. But I haven't driven by to celebrate anybody who got a PhD. And I know mm. plenty of people in my life who got PhD. Girl, shout out Chatty. Shout out Angelica. Like, shout out. Yes. All, all, like, so many people. Why are we not having drive-by party things or whatever for people that oh, are because like... because women don't get rewarded for those kinds of what things. The fuck? We only get rewarded when we, ha- we get engaged. No. We get married. No. We have the babies. Like, okay, fine. Celebrate those things. Cool. Whatever. But if my, if my people are choosing their own agency over whatever all this other shit is like and you just got a phd i want to celebrate you like you just got your own apartment for the first time i want to celebrate you like you just got a promotion at work and you are breaking cycles of poverty because your family's never made i want to celebrate you like and i think that's how we start moving away from this narrative of like you're only successful when you're when you finally have a like a steady relationship. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, ain't no damn, there is nothing steady about anything <laughs> when you mm-hmm. are in relation with another person, okay? That nothing, right? No, you are evolving. Like, you are continuing exactly. to move forward. Exactly. <laughs> but like I wanna start celebrating everything. Everything. So as y'all start to like do all this shit and like have all the whatever it is invite me i will drive by your house i will honk my horn i will decorate my vehicle i will make you a poster and i'll probably bring you a cupcake like we need to stop centering celebrations that are just so fixated on honestly on like shit that comes out of fairy tales yeah we have to stop doing it yeah like we've got to celebrate all the other things just as much. And I think that's how we shift that narrative is letting Mm. people know, like, I'm excited for you. I'm so happy for you, but I'm also just as happy and just as excited for my other friend who's doing all this other great, amazing stuff. Exactly. Yes. We are here to celebrate more of the things that, that we accomplish together or in a partnership or on your own for your business in your education i love that you mentioned breaking cycles of poverty like that shit is real yes and like does not get enough attention so in addition to checking up on your strong friends this week y'all need to find ways to celebrate all the ways your friends are persevering taking care of themselves maybe moving up moving forward um anything that you can to celebrate your friends and i think that's a great way to move away from this one day a year that only celebrates romantic love and focus more Mm -hmm. on all the spectrum of love and friendship that we have to offer each other yes and i'm not saying don't celebrate the wedding don't celebrate the engagement don't celebrate the baby because those are all milestones for folks that are still very very important especially for folks who have like you know tried for so long to have said baby or whatever it is but if you're having said baby with partner and friend is having said baby on her own of her own accord or of their own accord we celebrate both just as powerfully all right yeah. y'all like yep. let and I think that's definitely how we start shifting that narrative. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, in about, mm, I don't know, seven to 10 years, when you and I are making enough money to have our own production studio, we're going to rewrite all these movies and we're going to start producing all these new movies <laughs> about where, like, we don't celebrate the baby and we don't celebrate the husband. Homegirl's going to have her successfulness and she's going to buy her own house and she's going to throw her own party. And that's what we're going to celebrate. And Ooh. instead of a wedding, she just has a big ass house party and we call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> We have to, we've got to rewrite the narrative, y'all, and shift the attention. Right. Because those those aren't the things that, that, those aren't the only things that matter. And while I will say, like, yes, all anybody ever wants is love, but there are so many other ways to find that. And there are so many other ways to find fulfillment. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. So that's it. We're manifesting a production studio now. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> Seb, where you at? Oh, talked about this. We are manifesting all sorts of things. We still got a book to write, but after the book comes the production studio. <laughs> <laughs> we are just recording all of these big ideas right now. Yes, we are. We're recording all of I'm them blushing. so that people can hold us accountable. We can make them happen. The Ooh. universe needs to know. We will be taking suggestions about this book soon, y'all. I'm just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> Anyways. She's not kidding. Um. <laughs> Thanks for this lovely conversation today, boo. Thank you, too. I honestly, I love how we started in Valentine's Day and then ended up with talking about how we need to celebrate more things. Yes. And in, in more ways. They don't all have to be materialistic, commercialized ways. They don't all have to be... Um, you know, in ways that are very traditional because our traditional ways have not, were not designed for us by us. No, no. We need to find new ways to celebrate and cherish one another, um, whether that's spending time together, taking time to do something together, um, whatever your love language may be. I think mm -hmm. it's so important to let people know that you love them, um, that you like them, that you care for them. And if you have ideas on how you're doing that, let us know because I yes. want to see you all celebrating each other. We are here for it. All right, Amor. How are you going to be your mejor sola self this week? So I am going to employ this new way of thinking um, that I've kind of been journaling on. It's this idea that I've been measuring productivity and success on a 24 hour basis. Mm. And mm -hmm. I, I find that doesn't work for me. I get like really bogged down with the mm -hmm. things I have to do in a single day. And then I don't feel successful by the end of it. And mm. that sets me up for failure the next day. Cause I already feel shitty about yesterday, not getting things done. All these other things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So then, yeah. So, what I've actually been doing is because a lot of my work is creative. Um, I do have to balance creative work with practical work and planning work. Um, so the creative work, I'm trying to be a lot more patient with myself. And when the inspiration or the spark hits, letting that, letting that happen without any critiques of myself of how productive I am within that time. And knowing that those sparks can hit maybe once a day, maybe once every two days um, and looking at more of my week as a measure of 
time and success for tasks getting completed and things like yeah. that. Um, okay. Instead of like this day, this needs to happen in this way. Um, so now mm. I'm trying to do more things in a um, at a slower pace. Yeah. And um, it's really been helpful. I, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but I think it's something <laughs> that I'm trying to do more often is not set up like, of course, there's still things that I have to do in a given day. Right. Um, but I guess being more forgiving and excited about the time that I pour into my work, um, looking at it from like a whole week perspective versus like feeling down about not feeling super productive for eight hours in a work day. Cause honestly, who, who feels like they are super productive all eight hours of a work day all the time? Mm. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Any of y'all got secrets for that? Let me know because your girl struggles. I get like a solid five hours a day, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. And I, and I think it's it's also like the, per, the definition of productive that I'm using. Like a lot mm -hmm. of what I'm doing too is like research or um, reading or connecting, relationship building, mm -hmm. um, relationship maintaining. And Oof. that is, that does take time. So I think like, trying to just shift all of my focus from taskless to thinking about the bigger picture is, is how I'm trying to take my week. Um, yeah. And that's, that's with work. That's also balancing my personal life, balancing um, family life and, and our podcast. So yeah. that, that's something that I'm going to be exploring more. And hopefully by the next time we check in, I can have a better definition <laughs> of what this is. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you, Des? What are you going to be doing and be your best? I need to work out at least three days this week. Awesome. It's simple to the point. Um, I've been a lot more consistent with my movement. These rings be helping your girl. How I've been are you closing doing all those rings? I've been closing at least two of them every single day since I got this watch. And yes. we are celebrating non-scale victories because fuck that. The scale is a social construction. Um yeah. But when I first got the watch, I was it was stretched all the way out. Like I almost had to switch the band because this band was too small. Mm. And I am now on the second little peg in. Okay. So the consistency is working. It's making me feel really good. Um, this last week was just really busy and it just rained a lot. And I used that as my excuse not to fill my third ring, my workout ring. Um, so we ain't doing that this week. I've got to find at least three days this week where I can get out and move my body consistently for 45 minutes. Love so that. That is the goal. Yes. So as y'all listen to this, text me and ask me <laughs> where whether those or not that girl? I filled all three of my rings. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually going to check the weather tomorrow morning when I get up to like map out my week and see which days are going to be best to like get my butt up early and go out for 45 minutes because I mm. I know it makes me feel good. So I just got to do it. Exactly. I just got to do it. So that's it. All right, my loves. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were all over the place. So, we <laughs> so I hope this stuff, it provided some insight, some laughter. Um, and as we start to get closer to this uh holiday whatever you want to call it holiday. please please remember uh to be gentle with yourself 
because your first love should be you. Bye. Bye. The Hotsola is an independent podcast recorded, edited, and produced by Des and M. You can find us on Instagram at Nahorsola Podcast. That's M-E-J-O-R-S-O-L-A Podcast. And on Twitter at Mejorsola Pod. Let us know how you are being your mejor sola self by tagging us in your photos and using hashtag mejor sola self. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you.